Yes. 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 She's a super queen. <laughs> I always have that song in my head. <laughs> that song just She's like plays when you're walking queen. down the hallway at work. I know. Well, that's the only part I know, though. So do you think that there's like a whole other song? <laughs> Is there like a rest of the song or is there just like a jingle i think that's pretty much all that's said in that song but that's okay oh. that's like all the room songs though they're just like <laughs> repeating the jingles well they're supposed <laughs> <laughs> can that be a new genre like repeated jingles <laughs> yeah i want rupaul to write a jingle for my wedding <laughs> Mama Ru does club tracks, so her and Erica Jane are just putting out these repetitive robotic beats and calling it a day. What's like one really good sentence? <laughs> <laughs> like it's like the hey sis, it's Christmas. There you go. Christmas. There's a comma in there. But then like the whole other song, you're just like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> Whoa. When did Ru start writing lyrics? <laughs> this is weird. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's funny. The shade. The shade. All right. <laughs> Love you. Hi. Thanks for coming. Hey, girl. Thanks for coming. Oh, All right. Hello, and thanks for coming, America. Welcome back to another week at Thanks for Coming, the Magically Gay podcast, the podcast your parents never wanted you to listen to. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) And you still don't. (laughs) Um, But uh, welcome back to another week, you guys. Hello, ladies. How's it going? It's going great. Welcome back, gentlemen. (laughs) We forgot to introduce ourselves. Do you think it's too late? Should we we start? Or... No, no, they this know who is we are, fine. right? You, yeah. Yeah. The people know who we are. Okay. I was like, <laughs> wait a second. I got so excited <laughs> that I totally forgot to like say who we are. It's fine. It's Saturday. It's whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like a lazy Saturday. We're just hanging out. Um, I'm sipping kombucha. I think they're drinking more hard stuff. Yes, I have a nice red wine today, courtesy of Target, the adult juice box. Yeah, mm. and I'm definitely a Pinot Grigio girl right now. So, <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh, I am so excited. Lady Gaga did her first Enigma show last night, and girl, like as soon as it was over, I was like stalking the Enigma hashtag on Twitter, yes. and I was like watching all the clips. I was living my life. I was like crying. <laughs> it was the best. I will be applying extra coconut oil to these edges because I'm fully prepared to just be snatched bald by the queen gaga in may uh i don't want to like look on twitter or anything because i'm just afraid i'm gonna be spoiled so it's very hard but it's possible like whenever beyonce goes on tour i actually don't watch video clips until i've been to the show i will only look at pictures oh no i ruined it already for myself (laughs) (laughs) no you'll still have just as good as a time experiencing it in person i promise i'm not gonna look again i promise i'm i'm just gonna take the couple songs i know and just move on some of us in the beehive just like to keep killing ourselves softly i actually looked at some clips for on the run too but that's just because jay was there so yes the problem is we have until like may so 
I don't know if we can like stay off Twitter until May. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a long time. <laughs> can I tell you one of the songs that I was like kind of surprised she was playing, but I'm so excited to see it. Ooh, tell yeah. me. I am so excited because I saw her singing Schlieb and I am so ready for it because I don't I don't see that as like a one of her hits or whatever but it's definitely a fan favorite so yeah same I agree that's definitely a song I played out like if I was getting ready to go to the club if I was at the club I requested it I uh that was a track I can't wait to see Gaga you can't wait this is gonna be the hardest five months of my life (laughs) (laughs) it's gonna be so good like we're gonna have to definitely do a recap of the show like when we see it so oh yeah i'm just gonna record everything (laughs) absolutely definitely well anyways um how was your guys's week did you how was your christmas our christmas was actually really chill this year so if some of you remember we had to do our big family christmas a little early we actually did that towards the top of december so um this past well actual christmas uh, valencia and my nephew came over with her boyfriend and we just kind of had some snacks some keto snacks some not keto snacks (laughs) (laughs) of course enjoyed ourselves yeah so it was nice nice and chill yeah nice did everyone get the dildos they were hoping for i actually got one a little bigger than i'd hoped for so great christmas she's a super queen (laughs) (laughs) yeah we had so many dildos packaged under our christmas tree it caused like a silicone fire or something i don't even know it's the great american challenge 2.0 yeah it's not a ball pit it's a dildo pit (laughs) (laughs) how about you seth how was your holiday oh i had a nice weekend away from work um i saw aquaman it was so good Ooh, was it i think he's so hot yeah it was nice (laughs) he's definitely nice to look at (laughs) he was like the dothraki king however you pronounce that in game of thrones before the skies took him oh yeah oh yeah but he deserved it (laughs) because it's not okay to rape women so no she taught him though did the mother of dragons kill him basically spoilers (laughs) spoiler alert gosh in a way ruin it for the people not everyone's seen game of thrones stony my bad (laughs) anyways besides that um i went to all the places i love to go to around seattle that are usually too busy but because so many people aren't even from here there's like (laughs) no one in town over the holidays (laughs) that's always nice about the holidays like all like you said all the busy places they're just dead everything your commute is much shorter your bus rides much shorter yeah i was living it i was living my life and then i also i went to um some friend's house on actual christmas day and we just played some games and i got to drink for the first time after my food poisoning (laughs) so that was really awesome (laughs) yay (laughs) no alcohol for two weeks i was like wow being sober was lame (laughs) 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 yeah it'll be tough but we're coming up on our dry january so the day after new year's day we will not be drinking the whole month of january so just don't listen to our podcast in january it's probably gonna suck (laughs) yeah it'll just be us like totally going through detox like we'll be high on kombucha (laughs) oh gosh and i'll just be like a hot mess express over here So before we get too far into the show, I just wanted to wish all our little queens listening a happy new year's in case they don't listen to the end. (laughs) 
Uh, oh, come on. You know everyone listens gonna to the end. They're going to make it to the end. I, do you think they will? I, I'm always worried they won't make it to the end. I think they're going to press pause and then rate and subscribe on iTunes. And then they're going to press play and continue. Yeah. That's how I, when I imagine people listening to our podcast, that's what I think of also. It's like, oh, I'm going to listen to this uh, cool podcast. Thanks for coming. Oh, wait, I'm just going to pause this and rate them because I know it's just going to be so great that I got to give them their five (laughs) stars and some nice kind words on iTunes. And then they just press play and then they kind of like dance to our theme song and like, you know, just live their lives. I know. Can you just uh, picture somebody bopping at the red light to our intro music or like getting super sexy with the trade intro? Yeah, just Vogue the house down to our intro, girl. Do you, booze? Don't let him stop yeah, you. Yeah, so just keep uh, keep in mind. So in 2019, all of your resolutions should be rating and subscribing our podcast. <laughs> yes. Yes, please. And visiting thanksforcomingpodcast.com to keep up with our fantasy league scores. I know. We'll get into the specifics from episode three later, but in all sincerity, you know, we've been doing this podcast now for just about a whole year. And we, I just wanted to say thank you to everyone who's gone on this journey with us, who's still here, um, those that are, especially those that are here from the, the beginning of our podcast. We really, really, really appreciate it. I love just getting together with my, with my queens every week to record this for you and yes. getting to meet you guys and make these connections and make these friendships online has been really, you know, what is one of my most proud, proudest things that I've accomplished for 2018. It's so fun. And like Seth said, big thank you because it is a time consuming activity, but we're having so much fun with it. So we're willing to do the extra work and, you know, some updates are quicker than others, but, you know, I think we're doing exciting things with the website and there's been talk of merch coming. So just hang in there with us and thank you for all the support. For sure. Like it's been really fun to do this. Like I think for me, like even when Seth was gone for the one week or whatever, when you came back, I was like, oh my God, like I'm ready to like record and get your thoughts on the episode. So it's <laughs> been like one of those things. Well, it's like our weekly tea party. Yeah. So we're like, hey, bitch, what's going on? <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. It's been awesome too, just to like see, um, you know, the different interactions online and like the people that have been with us from the get go and even the new ones. Like it's just been connecting with other podcasters yeah it's been really fun definitely so so thank you all we'll see where 2019 takes us tell a friend it's more fun when you listen to podcasts that your friends are listening to because then you guys can talk about us and just be like oh Seth's a fucking idiot (laughs) (laughs) no no they just figure out our pod identities (laughs) yeah but it's been a good time you guys hope you guys all stay safe tonight when you're out there celebrating uh if you're drinking take an uber call a friend but have fun we'll see you in the new year yes be safe people all right let's go ahead and get into episode three you guys i'm ready yeah let's do it All right, you guys, welcome back in this week's Honest Tea Spill of the Week. Of course, we're talking about episode three of All Stars 4, RuPaul's Drag Race. You guys, start your engines. May the best Heany win. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. 
We are in it, ladies and gentlemen, and all my non-binary queens. <laughs> Episode three. Yes. What did we think? First thoughts. Uh, uh, I have mixed thoughts about this episode. <laughs> yeah, same here. There's a lot going on, right? Yeah, I I guess initial thoughts for me was, I thought overall the Snatch Game was a bit disappointing. And I also was kind of disappointed in the runway, to be honest. The boots. Yeah, agreed. Um, I'm, I think we're all on board here. Yeah, so... Yeah, I mean... Uh, well, well, let's just get into it. So, you know, Farah left. We go in, and uh, she's left a beautiful note. Then, Two kiss um, marks. <laughs> and then, um, you know, shot. I mean, okay, let's start here. Why are the season ten queens so fucking delusional? <laughs> like, because how did Monet think she won that lip sync? Someone, please tell me. I've watched it like ten times this week. I have no idea like this drove me crazy because I I love Monet but come on girl like (laughs) your drag has been like really bad this season it's like this it's very similar to like the drag in her season 10 you can tell that she just left her season right yeah I'm just like come on like we weren't hoping for how are you like trashing Trinity over her look like this makes no sense no, I had the same I thought. Know. I was like, girl, really? Like, again, like Valentina just had like the spirit of that song and like the whole vibe. And okay, your lip sync wasn't terrible, but it's still just kind of like level one to me. Yeah, definitely. I'm like, this is Monique's gig, Monet. So uh, what's happening here? Like Monique's the one that's always like, I thought I was the best. I was brown cow stunning. And like Monet's... <laughs> trying to do that same thing again and it's just like uh no girl like (laughs) i don't know what fantasy land these season 10 girls are in i just i'm not trying to be hateful but come on (laughs) i mean it's almost like the it's like monet is saying like fuck my drag right but like everyone's like yes actually (laughs) but actually fuck your drag though girl (laughs) because like i don't know in this moment yeah i mean it's just bad I mean, it's not bad. It's just not all stars worthy, you know. It's like what you would see at your local bar, I guess you would say. Yeah, by bad we mean that she could be doing better. Yeah, much and better. I guess. Yeah, I'm not gonna say like she was like it's not complete terrible trash, out there. But if you are an all star, come on now. Compared to everyone else, it's bad. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> but yeah, it was kind of strange that Monet was like, like I'm mad. I'm gonna go after Trinity and like. Trinity's like, hold the phone, girl. <laughs> Trinity's not taking anybody's shit this season. I'm I'm loving it. Hell no. Uh, there was just like so much drama and the show hadn't even like really started yet. I was like, ooh, girl, this is going to be an episode. Right. So, uh, so we get into the show. We find out that we are going to do the Snatch Game of Love this week. And... Uh-huh. I mean, obviously, this is the the challenge we all wait for every season. What do you guys think of like the idea of making it the snatch game of love? I kind of maybe it's just being like a RuPaul's Drag Race fan. I wish they had the regular format, 
they wanted to, you know, pay homage to all the of love shows that have come across VH1, like Rock of Love with Brett, whoever his that person is, and Flavor of Love, you know, shows like that. Um, mm-hmm. I appreciate the idea, but I don't think it was necessarily needed. Like, don't if it ain't broke, don't try to fix it. Yeah, yeah, I mean, out of all of it, though, I guess, like, it was pretty accurate for what it was because there was, like, basically all Z-list celebrity impersonations on there. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was fine. Like, I guess traditional me was like, oh, it would be, like, I kind of just want the, the OG Snatch game, right? But I guess overall it was fine. But the part that I kind of um, missed about it was that not... Like, it was only, like, four queens at a time, where if you had, like, all yeah. eight of them at once, like, there would be more interaction between all of them. So, yeah. I guess that was the part I really didn't like about it. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it was a little strange, I guess, you know, if you had eight people, it would just make it a little bit too long. Plus, you know, they can have, like, two different bachelors, and, uh, you know, it's just, it, it was all right, right. I mean, it just... It was new, right? Yeah, and when you think of the Snatch Game, you're like, this is like got to be the best episode. Like, you guys have to do everything. Like, I want to see you fucking right. bleeding when the Snatch Game is over. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. There's the anticipation of Snatch Game, just like you said. And also, you know, this is how the queens train for Snatch Game based on, you know, their past seasons or watching the show. They weren't necessarily ready for this dating game format. The one plus were the cute, cute snatchers. They were really cute. Oh yeah. yes, oh yes, <laughs> um, both. <laughs> I, I just say real quick though, like so. I saw on Twitter this week, like several people like saying, like basically, like oh, snatch game is overrated. Like it's not even a good episode. Like all this, and I just have to say stop because I think it's like a the best episode, like generally, and I think it's like always interesting because this is our chance to see like. I don't know, the queens be goofy and like kind of, they get to choose the character that they are portraying, right? And I don't know, I just, to me, like there's always a bunch of drama between like, oh, which character are you going to pick and like all of that. Like we saw it with Gia and Trinity uh, this episode. Mm-hmm. So to me, it's just like, I don't know. I feel like people are just like, oh, Snatch is terrible. And I'm like, it's not though. Like, <laughs> It's a RuPaul's Drag Race tradition. It is one of the better episodes because the queens get to showcase their individual creativity. You know, they're put in these situations where they have to work as a team and stand out in a group. This one, yes, it's a big group, but it's still more, you know, individual, more focused on that queen and her talent. So, um, yeah, back the fuck off. Like, people always have some negative shit to say. Why are you reaching so hard, Betty? Yes, yeah, definitely. Uh, well, I know Stoney kind of mentioned it. What do you guys think of the uh, Gia versus Trinity? Who's going to play Caitlyn Jenner thing? <laughs> this So this is interesting because there are so many levels to this. I don't even know what to call it. We'll call it exchange. So in one sense, Trinity is like, this is the person I plan to be. Of course, I have backups, but, you know, this is who I want to be. Whereas Gia, you know, I love my trans brothers and sisters. She's basically saying, well, I'm the trans girl, so I should do Caitlyn Jenner. Which, okay, sure, but are you as prepared as we know Trinity is to fill these shoes? Yeah, I mean, 
just based off of like the hot takes of them kind of going back and forth at each other, I was like, all right, Trinity seems like more interesting. Like Gia's was a little bit like she still has like her Gia voice kind of in it still. I don't think Gia would have been successful. No, you can just tell that Trinity had studied, like paid attention to this character who is Caitlyn Jenner. So it reads correctly on Drag Race, whereas maybe Gia was kind of like a lazy understudy. I mean, (laughs) yeah, I thought Gia was just being like horrible in this exchange. Like just how she was just like, I don't know. Like she just doesn't know how to like have a conversation (laughs) about stuff. She just always has to be bitchy about it. And I do see where she's (laughs) coming from, right? She probably just wants to play another, you know, trans celebrity which you know i completely understand but if there's gonna be two are you confident enough to go up against trinity right i mean i I was happy um, with trinity like i'm glad trinity did it yeah yeah i mean i i i know gia was like definitely had her like zingers in that conversation where she was being like rude like like shady you know but i was like living for it because it's just like gia's like you know i live for gia and like i just loved all of her shady ass comments because that's like absolutely me in that situation like and y'all know <laughs> that i would do the same shit that she did well yeah gia can drag for sure like that's always a little fun but it's like ooh, girl let this one go pick your battles I don't know. I I was living for it, but I I, I am happy it worked out the way it was. Because I, I mean, she ended up being Ginny Bowie, who I was like, who? I don't know. I barely even know who Cardi B is, so don't come for me. (laughs) Cardi has some good tunes. I I knew nothing of her nail artist until I heard Michelle Visage talk about it on like the, the podcast, like a past podcast. So um, I knew who she was because of Drag Race, I guess, by extension. Yeah, I, I knew nothing about this. I was just like, what is going on? It's like, sounds to me like Gia just wants to play a nail technician. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's that whole other. Yeah, yeah. What do we think of Valentina as Eartha Kit? Because that was another kind of disappointing performance. Yeah, I think that you can tell that she'd studied Eartha Kit, like just all her, you know, those classic mannerisms of hers, especially that purr. But it just did not translate well in the execution. It wasn't funny. Yeah, I always felt with Valentina, like even on her season, like she just kind of like... I don't even know what she does like on some of these acting challenges, but she's always just kind of saying shit that you don't understand. Like that's how what I felt like I was watching. Like to me, it was kind of funny in that way, but it really made no sense. And the only reason I was laughing is because it made no sense to me. <laughs> You're like, yeah, what mean, the she- fuck's going on? <laughs> yeah. I don't think that she was very strong in her season snatch game either. So, I mean, she's basically on par i guess <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah no no gain <laughs> i did think um maybe to go into more details i think that uh trinity did a really good job as caitlin jenner like really getting the mannerisms like she really you know when she saw you know people were bombing <laughs> she really was like moving it along so i was like yeah. that's like really smart yeah, she's kind of a great natural moderator that way. And you could also tell in her responses, again, that she had studied, you know, probably everything Caitlin had said, every interview she'd done. <laughs> like, I felt like Caitlin was on stage. My my favorite part with her was whenever 
<clears throat> she won and he like come to like basically like hug her or whatever and she was just like don't touch me <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing that was so like i don't know it's like so caitlin it's like you don't think about that sort of thing but it's like so it's that's her i mean that's caitlin yeah <laughs> yeah yeah i loved i loved trinity as even caitlin just the so way much. she was setting too it was like totally like caitlin <laughs> Yeah, I loved how she kept it kind of like mask, more masculine, and like you know, hey, how's it doing? Like gives gave him a handshake, just the troll in heels, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, you know, and I I wasn't expecting this. I know we shat on uh, Naomi Smalls a lot last week. I think she definitely redeemed herself this week. She Was did. her performance? the best i don't think so but she did have a lot of like memorable moments that i think will live on you know throughout time (laughs) yeah i definitely think it's a it's a huge comeback from her original snatch game and you know she brought wendy to the stage i don't really keep up with wendy williams but i know enough about her to figure out that's who she was portraying Uh, of course it was the naomi smalls version (laughs) so really twiggy and skinny (laughs) but you know all the jokes were there the fainting fiasco at the end there that was like a real (laughs) thing that happened if you haven't seen it look it up on youtube but she just like passes out on camera. So I appreciated that moment. <laughs> when she, when she did that, I was like, okay, Naomi, like, you, <laughs> like g- good job. Like bringing all the reference in. Like I was kind of wondering if she was going to do that. And then just to do it at, at the very end, like you can just tell she really thought about everything that she wanted to land. And like that, just recreating that moment was like so amazing. Yeah. I loved it. Even when she was kind of improving, right. Saying that she was in the middle of like a hot topic it's like, okay, yeah. I see you. I see you working over there. <laughs> yeah, total bonus points for the fainting thing. I was dying whenever that <laughs> happened. So, <laughs> Yeah, and, and her face beat was like spot on. I thought that her makeup looked really good. She looked really just like Wendy Williams. She did. And then finally for round one, we had Monet as um, Whitney Houston. <sighs> I think was neither a flop nor a success. Yeah, it was just kind of in the middle for sure. It was enough to keep her safe, which is, uh, you know, after last week is is a win, I guess. Yeah. And if you're going to go for the more controversial aspects of who Miss Houston was, like, make sure they land. Like, don't be dropping your cigarette and don't be screaming Bobby to the wall. Like, you can scream Bobby to the audience and interact and keep people into what you're doing. So just small critique there. Yeah, like, you can be like, yell Bobby, but then just, like, follow it up with another joke you know like don't just let it the joke die (laughs) keep the engagement there right and for being on a dating show and for her being whitney houston i was like how did we get through the whole fucking thing without her making one i will always love you joke i know i thought the same thing like how in my gay life did she not (laughs) just belt that out (laughs) come on yeah i don't know like I feel like it's so hard to do Whitney Houston because like so many people like not just in drag race, but so many like comedians like have made jokes or like, you know, um, played as Whitney Houston and stuff. So it's, it's almost like she's like the character of Whitney Houston has become a character of itself. So it's like, I don't even know (laughs) at this point, like it's just hard to do, I think, and make it funny. I know who would put on a great Whitney, um, Skylar from 
our good friend Skyler. He did an amazing <laughs> Whitney Houston for Halloween one year in college. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. That was good. It was good. Full, full drag. Full drag is everything. <laughs> it was a uh, it was a shake and go. There was no lace front, but the, you know the personality was there, so I think it made up for that. It really did. <laughs> I, that was a really fun Halloween, actually. Yeah, it was. Oh, the good old days. <laughs> so, so for round one, uh, Gus Kenworthy he picks uh, Trinity as Caitlyn Jenner to be the winner. So. Good job, girl. <laughs> she did it. <laughs> and then uh, for round two, we have, uh, well, we kind of talked about Gia as the nail technician, so let's just skip over that. <laughs> and uh, we have Monique as Tiffany Haddish. What do mm-hmm. we think about that? I thought it was okay, I guess. I thought it was entertaining. It made me just be like, I really want the real Tiffany there because she would be more funny. <laughs> And really, yeah. <laughs> all I know of Tiffany Haddish is the like few of her bigger movies. Like, I'm not f- too familiar with like her stand up or anything. So, I didn't want to completely shit on the performance because maybe I just don't know very much about Tiffany Haddish. But I thought it was entertaining. There are some kind of cold moments, but the majority of it, she was on point. Oh yeah, absolutely. I I agree. It was neither good nor bad sort of like Monet there I think there were a couple funny moments in there for me uh just with like her answers to the question so I I I think she was like maybe for me just like slightly above like the middle more towards the good than the bad mm-hmm. I follow so next we have Latrice as Della Reese which was like kind of a weird choice I guess yeah I'm definitely not too familiar with Della Reese I hope I'm not risking losing like my gay or black card yeah I don't have either one of those cards I guess <laughs> you have a gay card I have the gay card but I'm like I don't know who this is so oh, you- Stoney's coming out as straight this episode you guys yeah. oh, what shit. a shocker secrets <laughs> I'm living a lie wasn't <laughs> Wasn't Delores was didn't they say it was from Touched by an Angel, the show with um it was with that red headed woman and she plays like the social worker and uh Delores is like the mom or like the guardian angel, basically. I don't know. Maybe I'm I don't making know. All this I'm up. looking it up. Okay. Della Reese was an American oh, she's jazz said. and gospel singer, actress, and ordained minister. She had a nineteen fifty nine single, Don't You Know? And there was a show she was on, right? She was also, yes, on Touched by an... Oh, yeah, Touched by an Angel. Bitch, I got it. <laughs> nice, good I never job. watch those Jesus shows. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Dude, well, I remember I used being... To watch... Go ahead. Oh, I used to watch that on TNT, like, all the time. Yeah, there was one, right, <laughs> where people had, like, near-death experiences because I'll never forget, like, the Rattlesnake episode freaked me out. There's this kid who was bit by a rattlesnake and the whole premise of the show is like, oh, the guardian angel was there because they lived. But I was like, oh shit, you know, this woman's telling me about rattlesnakes and I'm way up in Alaska. Like there's no (laughs) fucking rattlesnakes. She was also in beauty shop, by the way. Oh, Oh, nice. Okay. I think that might've been, that character might've been more of a success in like just normal snatch game. But for I mean, no offense, but like, I don't really see Della Reese as like a sexual being. I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm gay, but I don't know. No, yeah. Now looking at Latrice, I think 
maybe and again maybe like tiffany i don't know very much about delores but if she kind of had like the more touched by an angel vibes i wonder if people would have picked up more on the character yeah because when i think of delores i think just like very calm like all knowing like you know lots of advice maybe she should have like gone with that angle more like uh, but I mean, also Gia kind of was stomping on her opportunities. So maybe maybe she had planned that and just couldn't pull it off. Yeah, you can tell that she is getting frustrated with, you know, the exchange with Miss Gia. But yeah, maybe yeah. that's the case. So next we have Manila Luzon as Barbara. What do we think? <laughs> I had mixed reviews, mostly good because I couldn't figure it out. I was like, oh, is that Barbara? But then one of the judges said it right. It's like... She was playing a caricature of Barbara Streisand, <laughs> really. Yeah, I don't. I don't know how I felt about it. To be honest, like I didn't really think it was that funny. But like, I'm not a huge like Barbara Streisand fan, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm in the same boat. Like, I I respect her for her many talents, and I liked her in the First Wife's Club, but I just really don't like identify with Barbara Streisand too much i at first i was like which drag queen is that like it was kind of yeah. like i couldn't tell but then i was like oh that has to be manila i was like who's left like i, I was like i know it's not farah like what's happening here <laughs> yeah i but, think it was just because of the nose and like i think the makeup like changed her skin tone a little bit so it was like who is this mm-hmm. <laughs> Definitely. I don't think she was like bad or good, but that group was just kind of a hot mess. So I guess <laughs> out of that group, she was the top to win. Well, and that's that was the problem is just Gia just kept disrupting the entire flow. So nobody could like ever get any right like jokes in because Everybody's she just ruined it. Edge. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Then at, so then, you know, we wrap it up and Kenyon Lonsdale picks uh, Manila as Barbara Streisand to be the winner. Mm-hmm. And I was like, OK, <laughs> <laughs> well, they didn't really have much to work with, like Snatch yeah. of Love being new. So they probably were just going based off of responses in real time. Yeah. And out of the two Snatchlers, I really found myself, like, being very attracted to Kenyon Lonsdale quite a bit, just with, like, uh, how he was, like, asking questions and playing off the teams. You can just tell he's, like, so adorable and just, like, someone that would be, I don't know, just, like, super awesome to date. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he came off as very sweet. Yeah, I liked, I liked yeah. him, too. And, you know, I guess we can just talk about it here, though. I just, okay, so, you know, he's from... Love, Simon, which was, uh, you know, maybe a queer movie review we should have done a while ago. But if you guys still want that, you know, let us know. But, um, but yeah, he was in Love, Simon. And that movie, you know, overall I enjoyed it, but I sort of had mixed feelings about it. But I feel like his character, ne- like, I feel like he's so much more than the character he played in that movie mm. that... Like, I really enjoy his, like, looks, like the one he was serving, you know, at the at the show with his sort of like a drumline Black Panthers-esque, uh-huh. like, look. Like, I really enjoyed it. Do you guys, what did you guys think of his look for the show? I definitely liked his fashions. I got it. It's definitely, you know, gladiator kind of warrior. I like um, the whole kind of, like, I don't know. I like that kind of modernized tribal look, especially if you can pull it off with the right face beat and accessories i thought it yeah Yeah. i thought it was cool like 
a lot of times when you have like the guest on drag race it's like it's just like oh this random actress or you know singer from a long time ago or something but like I like that he kind of like dressed up you know and got like glitz and glam for like the runway and judging and all that like I was like oh that's kind of cool that he did that yeah, and I just listened to the episode with him on it, and um, both of these judges were on this past episode, and it was a really good episode. I'm going to have to listen to that, because just well, more for Kenyon. I mean, Gus is, like, cute, but he's just, like, I don't know, every... He looks like just, like, every bro dude. Like, I mean, no oh, offense no. to Gus. I think he's so cute. If he, like, <laughs> I mean, he, he is on, cute. Like, I'm, not trying to, I'm not trying to say, but if I was playing the Snatchler, I would have picked Kenyon, so... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um but also to go on, I don't know, I'm just like a gush about him, but like I remember his outfit from the MTV Movie Awards was really awesome too, very like tribal-esque and I think just kind of like that's his image is like this sort of like, you know, African roots, like, you know, kind of like strong black person because I believe he's identifies as gender non-binary. I could mm. be wrong. Yeah, he's from Australia and his dad is Nigerian. There, yeah. All of his, I think all of his outfits, I watched his music video. He has a music video and a song. I think it was called Preach at this, if I can yeah. remember. <laughs> That's what it is. But yeah, but like even like in there, like his dancing is very African tribal-esque and, uh, you know, definitely a couple like voguing moves, of course, but, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but I think it's really awesome that he you know is on the show and and is sort of like comparison to the vixen i think when Kenyon has his like message they kind of have a similar message i think his Kenyon's message is a little bit more like well put together and easier like not easier but like it's it comes across better if that makes sense Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so i don't know i just really liked that he was on the show i enjoyed Gus also of course but um (laughs) for the first time we had like judges that I was like really super like excited to see (laughs) because a lot of the times it's like oh I don't know Ariana Grande's on here again (laughs) or like oh we're bringing Frankie Grande back it's like no girl oh god (laughs) let's not go there (laughs) no please please no not again (laughs) all right so going back into the workroom you know we're kind of decompressing i thought it was kind of interesting uh i was kind of feeling a little bit what latrice was feeling about gia's comments and i thought it was kind of interesting that gia as a trans woman was kind of making like oh you're a man and address jokes because when that also hit home for her right i thought like yeah gia's jokes were just fifth grader it was almost just like penis and like I, I don't know it just like it was all like penis <laughs> jokes and like oh yeah you farted like gross it's like why are we like i'm just like can we not like do the these jokes like these are so dumb like i feel like i'm in a dane cook like concert or Ugh, something like god <laughs> yeah i know i thought i felt like louis ck was about to whip his penis out in my face and yeah <laughs> unwantedly it was awful but then i guess you know later in the episode we do find out so we'll kind of have that conversation in a little bit of her reasoning but i don't know i don't know if if she apologized whatever we'll get there okay so (laughs) she (laughs) re-apologized i'm like getting i'm like already kind of like getting worked up but then also another outfit that i would like to talk about is manila's look in the workroom because like i was just wondering is she planning on on flying a plane later like (laughs) watch out for the bermuda triangle girl watch out amelia (laughs) 
<laughs> Wait, I must have missed this. What are you talking about? She had a full-on Amelia Earhart realness. She yeah, had like hat. a brown leather jacket, <laughs> the little cap thing, and the goggles. And I was like, what the, the hell is happening? She was serving us a moment in time, okay? I thought the same thing. I was like, well, where is this bitch taking off to? Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> it was so <laughs> weird. I was like, okay, girl. <laughs> But also, too, this kind of brings up another sort of, like, interesting nuance is that it seems like like more so on this All-Star season, even what they're wearing into the workroom is, like, very important. Because, you know, like, with, um, you know, with um, Valentina, we've seen her, like, Catwoman look, her Palm Springs, and, like, even Gia, like, had a beautiful sparkly outfit on this episode. So it just seems like it's, is that going to be, like, a new thing the queens have to worry about? I think it's definitely a trend. I think maybe it's it could be just all-stars. Like, the queens are like, I need to show that you know, I've come up from where I was. But also, as, you know, Drag Race plays out year after year after year, it's the bars kind of raised. So the queens are just kind of noticing, you know, if she's going to be polished, I definitely need to be polished times three. So they're just bringing what they've got. Yeah, it, it, it'll be interesting to see if if this has any sort of like ripple effect or anything like that. And think of it as a branding thing too. Like people are watching the show. So people want to see, you know, who they could potentially be interacting with and paying one day. Absolutely. (laughs) What's happening? Hey everyone. Thanks for listening to our podcast so far. Thanks for coming. Right now, we're probably refilling our drinks or maybe even gluing down our lashes again. While you wait, here are some things that you should check out. Yeah, remember everyone, you can email us, tfcpod at gmail.com and um, tfcpod on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Oh, and one more thing. You're not my real dad, and you never will be. Anyways, back to the show. Okay. Sorry, technical malfunction. Um... (laughs) (laughs) Where what's happening? I think like every episode, I almost delete my all my notes like as like in the middle of filming it. So. No, <laughs> sorry, hot mess over here. All right, so before we get to the runway, also, so Gia apologizes for her actions in the snatch game. Do you guys think that was a sincere apology, kind of based on what we saw with Farah? How did you guys feel about her apology? I feel like she meant it because I feel like it was like one of those things where she, because it was like the next day or something. So she probably thought about, wow, this was like shitty what I said and what I did. So I felt Mm -hmm. like it was sincere. I think with the confessionals too, like you can tell, you can look at, take what she said in that one-on-one interview into the workroom and what happened and into Snatch Game and see like, okay, maybe she was just desperately trying to be funny and it just wasn't landing. And we all know that Gia is a very sexy character and individual already. So maybe that's like all she had to go back to as far as like what she's got in her back pocket. So I thought it was a genuine apology. I just, um, I hope that she learned from it, you know, which I think she did. I think she has just because, you know, seeing what, like how she's presenting herself now. Cause I mean, we, and this is what I, I even had to remind myself this episode. I was like, what we were seeing on the show happened like a year ago. Yeah. Like Latrice wasn't even married when this was recorded so i mean you have to kind of keep that in mind too like and i and i remind myself that it's like i don't have to hold like gia accountable for 
what how she her behavior on the show because well a we're finding out you know back at this time she was like sort of you know still discovering it sounds like her trans identity you know she's a woman that participates in drag she is not a man in a dress so i can see where that would be super confusing for her to go back into that you know in that you know get in that mindset all those old memories come back it's just Mm -hmm. i get it and i and, and so i hope people don't hold her behavior against her you know, and, and and I hope that doesn't negatively impact, impact her career. So I don't know. I just love Gia. I mean, I, Gia will still be one of my favorite queens after this. I mean, the thing is, like, this season, yeah, she's super shady. But, like, that's just, like, Gia... I don't really believe Gia is, like, a terrible person. Like, Gia is just on the show and she's trying to be shady, right? Because she's on RuPaul's Drag Race and that's what drag queens do. They shade each other. And it just so happens Gia's really good at it. And so, like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like to me, like, I don't think what she... Like, when she's coming after Farah and, like, just saying, like, all these bitchy things, I just think it's Gia just having fun on the show. And, like, if people are going to take that seriously, it's just, like, calm down. Like, she's not... Like, this is not who she really is. Well, and she acknowledged that, too, because we know that there's a playful banter which the queens can go at each other and it'd be like fine they have their little kiki but Gia also said that she can be a little nastier so she doesn't like going down that route so it's a very fine line what Stoney's talking about definitely all right so why don't we move on to our own fashion photo review (laughs) let's talk (laughs) about the runway I know we kind of already alluded to it you know talking about being a little disappointed in the runway but now let's get into that in a little bit more detail uh first of Monet exchange what do we think about her I thought this was really cool for Monet it's different um I liked a lot of dirt biking like video games would you catch me on a real one probably not but (laughs) (laughs) this was a cool look for Monet good job yeah, I this was probably my favorite that she has done this season because it was just like something unique. I thought she looked very sleek and like I really liked her hair with it. I felt like it, I was watching like a futuristic 90s video. She could be like, the Coco Blue Steel. Right. So yeah, like I just thought I thought it was really good. Definitely. Because I know in the past we've talked about like praising Monet for just doing like what every drag queen can do. I think this is more than that. I think she really put a solid serve together with this look. And I think just, I think that it was really, it probably that her outfit is probably what saved her b- from being in the bottom, I think, because, yeah. you know, she did kind of perform poorly in the snatch game. She was in the bottom the week before, so she could have easily ended up in the bottom again over Valentina. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I really loved her look. I thought it was amazing for, for what we've seen so far from Monet. Yeah. What do we think about Naomi Smalls? Uh, so this was all right. Like, I think she definitely could have done better. I like the idea, but she more wore like a gladiator sandal. It wasn't necessarily a boot. It's boot-like, but it's still just like a lot of leg. Yeah, that's kind of how I... like. The moment I saw it, I was like, is that a boot? Because I wasn't even sure. And then, like, I was just like, this doesn't make sense to me. And even, like, her outfit in general, I thought, kind of looked sloppy to me a little bit. But, like, I don't know. Even on Fashion Photo Review. It's very, like, easy Halloween, right? Yeah, they were just kind of like, that's not a boot. Like, so we're booting your look. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I also too have fallen in the janitor's closet into all the toilet paper and stuff. (laughs) But... (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, that was definitely a boot. Sorry, Naomi. I could not touch the fashion with that outfit. No. <laughs> All right. Next, we have Trinity the Tuck. Yes, I love this so much. Very cool. Yeah, I was like, as soon as I saw it, I was like, oh, Madonna. Like, I, I loved it. And then, like, when the judges were like, oh, Michael Jackson with the, the buckles, I was like, oh, yeah, that too. Yeah, Michael um, Jackson. <laughs> very Versace, like, 90s Versace. All Just the gold accents. I can always appreciate a gold accent when it's done right, especially. She nailed it. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. All right. What do you guys think about Valentina? Oh, I did like this. I have to agree with Michelle Visage, though. Like, the crotch was slightly distracting. I don't think it was as bad as Michelle made it out to be. But this is all-star, so they're nitpicking. Overall, I think this was a great look on Valentina. I thought it was good. I, I mean, I I like the concept of it, and I thought it was a good idea. But I think compared to everyone else the of that were that did really well, like, I didn't know... I guess for me, like, I just thought it was kind of boring compared to, like, Manila's or Trinity's, that type of thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I would have to agree because while, I mean, I love a cat suit, I think that you need some accoutrements, especially for a light brown. If she had put some sort of maybe, like, belt or... Uh, maybe like a flashier earring or some bracelets or something like that. It would have been elevated. Yes. But I don't think, I was not impressed with her look. I'm just going to say. I liked liked more the idea of it because, you know, the boot is attached to the actual outfit. I actually love the color, but I think we needed some chunky jewelry here. Yeah. Just like a nice Rachel Zoe touch on it would have saved this look. Agreed. Rachel Zoe Moving on. (laughs) <laughs> we have Miss Monique Hart. <laughs> Nobody? <laughs> All right. Well, well, moving on. No. no, I was sitting here thinking, like, what did Monique wear? Because She was our little red riding hood oh, yeah. with uh, Beyonce <laughs> she Coachella boots. She wore jean shorts. She wore jorts. Okay. <laughs> so, okay. Okay. It just took me a while to remember what she was wearing. But I actually did like this. Um... <laughs> I thought it was good. Like, I thought... It was cute. It was safe. It was safe, but it was I mean, cute. it wasn't my favorite, but I don't know. Like, Asia O'Hara... I mean, you put red on any black person, it's going to look good. I mean, Asia O'Hara on Fashion Photo Review was like, this is terrible. <laughs> it was terrible. <laughs> Do you guys remember Miss Cuckoo with her fucking red roller girl shirts? Shorts? I mean, come on. You can, as a drag queen, you cannot wear shorts or any kind of shorts. Don't wear shorts. <laughs> Unless it's padded properly. I'm wearing shorts right now, so I take offense to that. <laughs> you and your mom jeans can get the hell out of here, Sony. <laughs> Don't make me expose you for your mom jeans. I will fucking do it. They're mom shorts. <laughs> what are you talking about? So the boots did look a little party city, but Monique's makeup is always on point. I love the big dramatic hood. I think we could have gone without the jorts for sure. Like we could have had a fierce skirt with like a nice leggings, you know, dramatic shoe. I don't know. Yeah, her boots were a little Halloween store. Like they were a little party city for sure. I mean, A for effort, for sure. It didn't look terrible, but it just wasn't elevated. It wasn't brown cow stunning. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> she looks like she came out of like a video game with those like some like World of Warcraft like boots. Yeah, like she could be a character on Smash. Oh my Bros god, or she's something. that Fortnite character. <laughs> That's why I liked. It. I was like, oh, it reminds me of Fortnite. <laughs> Little Red Riding Hood. Oh well, I don't play that game, so I wasn't here for it. Anyways, coming up, Manila Luzon. I like this a lot. We get to see Manila's quirkiness has returned. She's back at 100. This is the Manila we've been waiting for, just to see more of her personality. We know she can turn looks, but she has a commentary most of the time. Yeah, I guess that's what I really liked about it was the commentary part of it. And just her drag always tells a story and she always does interesting things with it. So I don't know. I thought it was like a lot of fun seeing her bounce around with that carrot in her mouth (laughs) (laughs) girl okay so i'm conflicted about her outfit i couldn't tell like initially i was like oh wow that looks cool and then i'm like i don't know if this is boots the house down i think not because i i enjoy the concept of her look but there was just so much going on for me that it was like really i i missed the message i don't know if i understood what she was trying to say with her look i mean i don't know like specifically what she was trying to say but i just took it more as like this was her take using boots and like kink and leather basically like basically like taking kind of a finky uh twist on twist on it and she kind of likes the idea of bunnies too like you know one of her past looks she had that kind of short retro pink dress with the big bow that you know reflected as bunny ears okay well I, I mean, I, we'll have to check the blogs for that one. I mean, I don't know. Like, it wasn't like my, to me, I thought Trinity's was better, like her look and stuff. It wasn't absolutely. my favorite, but I thought it was okay. Like you have a challenge for boots and you did something like totally out of the box that nobody else was thinking about. And it's so much better than the previous week. You have to keep that in mind too. Like that's true. She had That's a pretty true. rough look week last week, minus the gown. But So I'm going to put Manila in the kinky boots category, I think. There we go. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Moving on. Gia Gunn. What do we think about Gia Gunn? Uh, the problem was, was there was like no boots. Like what? I, like, was that a boot she was wearing or? Technically, yes, but. Uh. I think so. I don't know. It's like a satin boot. I thought it was okay. I just wasn't my fave. It was just safe. I like the idea of the jacket. Of course, I love a dramatic jacket, but... You know, I think I needed, like, I don't know, a shit ton of pearls or something coming down the middle, like... To go on top yeah. of the bare chest, I think that would have been super sexy. Or maybe if she put like some sparkly like paste or whatever they call it on her body. Kind of like you know. vamp it up or something, you know? Very, um... Yeah. Interview with the vampire, but Gia. Yeah, it was like, it was just almost there, but not quite over the edge for mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. You're on the edge of glory. <laughs> I was on the edge of glory. <laughs> <laughs> and then last, but definitely not least, Miss Latrice Royale. I thought this was all right. I think Latrice's makeup and hair were great. I think the boots would have been better for me if the detail went all the way around. And we just need to let Beyonce just do the leotards. Yeah, I just thought it was kind of basic. It was my problem with it. Like, it didn't... To me, there wasn't anything, like, great about it, I guess. I think what would have set it over the top is if she had some kind of, like, shoulder-padded, like... 
also dripping in jewels detail to kind of like make it more pow like Asia O'Hare style, like jacket thing yes. or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it needed we'll a little see, sharpness. Yeah. Yes. And see, for me, this was like really a saving moment for the runway for me after seeing a bunch <laughs> of looks that I wasn't really feeling. Uh-huh. So I really enjoyed. I enjoyed Latrice's wig. I thought red looked good on her, and I enjoyed the style of the wig. Yeah. And the uh, the actual outfit itself was a little reminiscent of the previous runway look that she had. You know, just with like the the see through, but like sparkle bodysuit esque sort of thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I, I I thought that it looked really. I thought she looked really nice. I I really enjoyed her look. I know I can kind of see what you guys are saying, but just based on some of some of the other looks that we saw tonight, it was for me. I was like, okay, good job, Latrice. Yeah. Like you saved this fucking runway. <laughs> and I don't want to say I didn't like it. I guess for me, it was more like, okay, she didn't fuck it up, right? Like some of the people fucked it up like on this one and some of them like some of them like trinity did awesome but like latrice to me was just kind of in the middle like you didn't do great but you didn't do bad you did the job you passed the assignment (laughs) you showed up to work and you punched in (laughs) pretty much that's right all right so moving on we find out that manila and trinity are the top two do you guys agree with that I definitely agree. Trinity, uh, Manila, I guess it was a breath of fresh air. I'm going to go ahead and give that to her. I think it's fine. Yeah, like I definitely, Trinity should have been in the top. Uh, Manila, I was conflicted because I didn't really like her Streisand. And then, but I also feel like, okay, well, who else are you going to give it to if you don't give it to Manila? And it's like... And they both won their heats on the Snatch Game, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, so I don't know. I was just like, oh, give it to her. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I wasn't like completely sold, but technically Manila did win her, her round of Snatchler, uh, the Snatch game, you know, so, but definitely Trinity. I, at first I wasn't sure like how Trinity would be in this competition, but I'm pleasantly surprised and she is much stronger of a competitor than I thought she would be in this season. So I'm like really kind of like, it's kind of exciting to watch Trinity's journey because she is just really, she really like is bringing it. Yeah. I like, I was a Trinity fan like season nine, but I am glad to see her kind of like be more polished this season. Not that she wasn't in season nine, but like you can tell she's just stepped it up a little bit more this season. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I like that she's kind of like leaned into the whole comedy thing more. Like, I feel like she's, that's where she like really thrives. Absolutely. So then vice versa is <laughs> Valentina and Gia in the bottom two. Do you guys agree with those decisions? Ugh. Yeah, I wasn't sure about Valentina being in the bottom, but I also recognize that with All-Stars, it's really hard to pick people to go in the bottom, especially with the week like this week. Yeah, see, I think I think it was hard because I think had Monet's look been worse on the runway, I think... Like, it was hard because I don't know who else you would put in there with right. Valentina because, like, who are you going to swap out? And the thing is, Monet had a really good look on the yeah. runway. And 
Valentino's was just like kind of average. Yeah, and you have to be a little more picky. Yeah, I agree. I when they announced Monet was safe, I did sort of like a little gay gasp. I was like, <gasps> because I really thought that she was one of the more, you know the the worst performers in the challenge. But you know, kind of like what you were saying, there were a lot of kind of bad performers. So it's like you kind of have to like gauge like who was the worst. <laughs> right, and I think. I think Eartha Kitt was the worst because Monet was kind of safe in the challenge and then she had a good a good performance on the runway. So I was surprised to see Valentina a little bit in its bottom two, but also not because, you know, Rue's trying to like freak people out and she'd be like, no one's safe. Yeah. And I think that this one feels like it was solely based on stats. Like there was no way around it. Absolutely. So, you know, it's a little bit shady in the decision-making process this time, possibly, because Manila's like, well, I guess I could just send Valentina home. She's just, like, one of the strong competitors, like... (laughs) And then on the other side, Trinity's like, girl, Gia's being annoying. We got to get her out of here. <laughs> yeah, I like Trinity's response, of course. But I also understand where Manila's coming from because, you know, why not play like that if you can take a big threat out now? I get it. But the thing is, though, like I kind of the survivor nerd and like strategy person in me is like, okay, well, if you start like Trinity was saying, if you start like taking out threats, like you're going to open up the floodgates and the minute you have a week or you have a bad week, like you could go home because people are just gonna be like, okay, this is our opportunity to get rid of the strong one. So Uh be careful with that strategy. (laughs) Yeah. Be careful what you wish for. We, you know, Morgan McMichaels had that strategy and we all know how that, you know, shook out. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, it is a big risk. Yeah. I was like, part of me was kind of like, Oh my God, I hope she fucking votes Valentina off. Like just like the, just for the drama, the sheer drama of it all. Like not that I want Valentina out of the competition, but I was like, when they were like doing the lip sync, you know, Trini's like, I'm going to win this for you, Valentina. It's just like, okay, girl. Yeah, I was going to be like so pissed if Valentina went home. So I'm so glad it didn't happen. Yeah, I was definitely worried for about five seconds. I thought, honestly, I thought the way it was going to play out was Trinity was going to win. And then the next episode, Manila was going to pull out and show that she actually did pick Valentina. Mm. I thought that's what was going to happen, but I was wrong. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't think about that. Because that would have been, of course, that would be so much drama for the next episode. But Mm -hmm. no, Manila picked Gia. So when Manila won, we sent Miss Gia Gunn home. And I, I for one, am sad to lose my first member of my team. <laughs> I know. This was kind of like a bittersweet one for sure because I think as a viewer, like we're all kind of over it, but I also understood a lot of what she was sharing on her way out, like in her one-on-one interviews and just her last comments. So, thanks for coming, Gia. Yeah, I'm glad she was on the show cuz I definitely wanted to see like see her again and I felt like we Got some good looks from her. I thought she was entertaining. So yeah, I'm glad they brought her back. Same. We'll miss you, Gia. R.I.P. Oh. (laughs) 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 All right. So that was episode three, everyone. Why don't we go ahead and talk about the points, girl? Stoney, can you please tell us where we all stand? Yes. So 
Seth, you definitely made like a comeback this week um, after being like getting the bottom. <laughs> can can we, can you tell that to Nick? Can we just say that one more time? Seth, you definitely <laughs> made a comeback this week. <laughs> oh, wow. I guess my team isn't that bad after all. <laughs> <laughs> well, so here is the breakdown, honey. So, uh, so let's see here. So basically the main challenge winners were Manila and Trinity. So Seth, you got 10 points. Jamal got 10 points. Also, because it was snatch game, we had in there that each winner would get five points. Um, so both Manila and Trinity received five points. So again, yes. Seth and Jamal. Yes, yes, yes. Manila, as we know, won the lip sync. So Seth gets another 10 points. Yes. Everyone gets two points except for me and because I had Farah and she's no longer on the show. So, oh, <laughs> um, Gia cried this episode. So Seth gets two points. And then also Manila, yes. Luz- <laughs> Manila Luzon comforted uh, uh, Gia. So Seth gets another two points. Damn. Yes. This Mario Kart's really working out for me, girl. <laughs> yeah. I just got the bullet. <laughs> you did. So for episode three, so I'll just give you the point totals for episode three. I only got four points. <laughs> um, <laughs> Jamal got 21 points and Seth... Uh, received 35 points damn so the totals after three episodes are seth is in first place with 55 points thank you everyone (laughs) i would like to thank the academy i would like to thank god and my mother and my father (laughs) i just want to thank you all for listening to this show do we need to announce second and third place because i feel like we can just stop now (laughs) yes stock speech um jamal then is in second with 52 points yes coming up from behind and because my week was terrible i am in last place with 44 (laughs) points oh (laughs) I think this means Nick has to redirect his shade. Yeah. I'm interested to see what Nick has to say on Twitter after hearing this episode. (laughs) It'll be interesting, I feel like, because Jamal still has three team members. Both Seth and I are out one member now. So I don't know. It'll be very interesting how this works out. Yeah, this should be fun. And do check out thanksforcomingpodcast.com. I'll be sure to update this um, soon after we record. So starting next week, you should see the updated scores. Yes. Well, I just uh, would like to thank everyone again. I love being in first place. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I just love to show that if you really just put your mind to it, you can do anything. Um, (laughs) I started off with a measly two points and look, here I am. I won the whole thing. So. (laughs) Wow. Congrats. (laughs) Oh man. It feels great to have a good team. I just love this. (laughs) All right, you guys. Well, enough of that. Why don't we move on to some trade? Trade. Trade. All right, you guys, welcome back to this week's episode of Trade, the sexiest segment where we get to find out about all of our favorite trades of the week. 
<laughs> so which one of you ladies would like to share your trade? I will go first. So my trade is actually going to be Gus Kenworthy from this episode. Uh-oh. Oh I just couldn't resist those baby lumberjack charms. And listening to the episode of um, What's the Tea with RuPaul and Michelle Visage, um, it just made me like both of the guest judges even more. But he's just so cute. He's got sexy, you know, skein pictures. Somehow you can make skein sexy on Instagram. Well, if you're half naked, like in your picture... <laughs> I didn't realize that people skied naked now in yeah. the Olympics. And he's got like major tattoos, which is always a plus. Uh, I think his drag name could be Major Cakes. <laughs> it could be. <laughs> I like that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening to this, guys, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's my trade. What about you, Stony? So my trade this week is... I've been watching like a lot of Survivor because I missed this uh, <laughs> season and then I just like binge watched it like in two days. But mine is an old Survivor from like season 11, which was like back in 2005, I think. Um, but his name is Brian oh. Corden. Oh. And he was on Survivor Guatemala, which is like season 11. But he's really nice. cute. I've been following him for a long time. And yeah, I just, I don't know. I just thought he should get a shout out on our podcast. Nice. Hey, girl. <laughs> Stoney wants to put out your flame with his coconuts. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, good pick, you guys. See, I think it's very interesting that Jamal picked Gus Kinworthy because I picked as my trade Kenyon Lions Lonsdale. Nice. I don't know why you keep wanting to say Lionsdale. Kenyon Lonsdale. 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 Look at that. Girl. We I mean, I feel like we kind of went over it. You guys know the backstory if you've listened this far uh-huh. <laughs> to uh to my pick for trade. I think that he is very cute. I think that he is just like very talented, adorable. Uh just would I'm excited. I followed on Twitter <laughs> and uh, just excited to follow and like kind of like learn more about about him. So so that's my trade. I don't want to go too into it because I don't want to rehash all of the beautiful things that I've said about my bay early in the episode. <laughs> No, that's a good pick. This was a really great episode for guest judges. Yeah, guest judge trade this week, girl. <laughs> I think this is our first our first uh, podcast where we had guest judge trade, like for both of our picks. Yeah, I think it is. Nice. I like it. <laughs> All right. You better step up your game, Rue. <laughs> <laughs> can't mess this up for us. <laughs> I think that means we just need more pit crew reindeer or something. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys. Well, that's our week and thanks for coming. Again, Happy New Year to all of you. If you've listened this far, you get to be wished Happy New Year again. So <laughs> thank you for listening. <laughs> Hopefully you'll have your resolution to be to rate and subscribe and tell your friends and have them do the same. Leave us comments. We love reading comments from instagram and it's been a hot second since we've got to do that yeah remember to catch us at tfc pod shoot us an email tfcpod at gmail.com and happy new year kiddos happy new year happy new year 
May all the da, da, da. I don't know. Okay. Well, I forgot the words to Old Lang Syne, but Happy New Year's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know that one. <laughs> to all the da, da, Just play da, the Sex da, and City da, scene. Da, 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 da. I'm gonna give you the instrumental version. <laughs> 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 all right, you guys. Happy New Year! Thanks for coming, and we'll see you next year. And until then, bye. bye. Sorry, I had to go for the high Mariah note.